Hello, this is Dr. Jolle Kerpenstein and these are Cat Bites. It's uh, the per podcast right here and we are in beautiful Rhodes, Greece uh, for the ISFM 2022 conference. Um, you might hear a little background noise and I also have to apologize that we have been silent for a little bit. Uh, Dr. Susan and I have been really busy for several personal reasons, but we're happy to have short, during the summer, short cat bites about uh, very interesting topics. So I'm here with my favorite co-anchor, if Dr. Susan is not there. Dr. Kelly Satini, hello. Yes, and so Dr. Kelly and I are here in beautiful roads, but we have a, a wonderful guest with us because, and it's not the first time he's on the Pair Podcast, and that's uh, Panos. Hello. Hi. It's great to see you here. Awesome. And Panos, uh, you live in beautiful Greece and you're Greek too. Yeah, both of those are right. <laughs> I, I, live, <laughs> I live in Athens, uh, Greece. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. And, and Panos, uh, last time you were on the podcast, uh, podcast uh, you talked about uh, GI disease, especially I think we talked a lot about the pancreas. Yeah. Yes, uh, because it was mainly pancreatitis and uh, EPI. And you know, I wanted to say this to you uh, uh, live uh, for our audience, uh, that is that is one of the most listened to podcasts that we have done. So, yes, so so I I promise uh, our audience that we will repeat those uh, because we do that every year, uh, that we repeat the the, the top ones. Uh, Search Shalhoub was one of them and you're the second one. So uh, so I'm very, very, very honored to have you here. Uh, So Panas, what are you doing here? Well. I'm here to uh, hear mainly about cats and cat diseases, you know, one of my favorite, favorite topics. Um, it's So far it's been a great conference, great uh, presenters, great scientists. Um, I enjoy it very much. That's awesome. So we're talking uh, here about behavior, anything that has to do with behavior mm-hmm. and stress in cats. Yes. Uh, you lecture too, don't you? Uh, not here. No. Oh, you're not lecturing. No, no. Okay. Okay. So, Hannah's did lecture today, but on something different, which I found very interesting, was discussing uh, cat care, veterinary medicine for cats in Greece. And one of the things I found really interesting walking around is to see all the stray stray cats, or I guess sometimes you have a different name for them. Uh, so, do you want to tell us a little bit about all those cats walking around? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, it's it's a common issue. In, uh, in Greece and uh, we're trying to take care of it you know the best way that we can mm-hmm. um, first of all we want these cats to be for as long as you know they're around they have to be healthy and uh, not stressed out and not scared all the time so we really want to educate people to take care of those cats yeah. and uh, of course the main thing is that you know we have to control these populations and that's a huge huge project but yeah. um, we're making efforts in helping with that yeah I was really impressed with that you guys have started your own group to focus on cats mm-hmm. so it's and really you know that's, that, that's one of our goals but another huge goal is to actually educate veterinarians and knowers and owners about the special needs that cats have and uh, that's something that we enjoy doing very much and and what are those special needs for cats that are outside so these are these are free roaming cats uh, there's quite a lot of them in roads as a matter of fact uh, it, it 
gives beautiful pictures because mm -hmm. all those beautiful sights and then you see cats that's you know for us I'm, I love history and I love cats so two things together but obviously we need to care for these cats so what what should we do well as I said we we have to coexist with those cats so we have to keep them healthy we have to um, make sure that they have food and they have water especially during the very warm months uh, during the summer in Greece but um, we also have to vaccinate them and uh, provide medical care if they need to. Thankfully, most people are really um, interested in, in keeping these cats uh, healthy. These are the basic things that we we all need to do to make sure that they don't suffer. Mm -hmm. And then, as I said, the second stage would be to control their population. Yeah. Uh, we really try to introduce the the idea that you know for the time being we have to coexist with the cats and uh, we really have to take care of them yeah that's uh, that, that's a wonderful initiative and I think that uh, a, a lot of regions struggle with the same issue we had two or three podcasts about these 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 populations of cats and how to deal with them uh, and it seems that uh, that controlling the population is probably the most important part because Absolutely. you know they tend to uh, bring more cats to this world absolutely one you know one main thing that I should mention is that most people in Greece and most organizations in Greece they're against euthanizing those cats yeah you know I know that this is something that happens in, in other countries so that makes it even harder to control these populations and one of the main reasons we have so many cats in the streets is that we don't euthanize those cats yeah that makes sense we have to move uh, sides a little bit, but now we're outside, which is even better. It's even better, especially when you're in groves, right? And no. I know. <laughs> I know. So, uh, so Panos, um, uh, we were talking about cats that are roaming free here in Greece and roads. Uh, the, the one thing I noticed, and we are not allowed to talk about the D word, when I was here 20, 30 years ago, they were a big problem too, and you don't see any of them anymore. And That's that's absolutely uh, right, mm. and it's it's true for the the most parts in in Greece. Yeah. So this is one of the things that has changed. Yeah. You know, it's easier to control the dog populations compared to the cats. Mm -hmm. um, so the dog populations have been controlled, uh, but with cats, it's it's pretty hard to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. And I, I can see that. It's, it's, it's funny that because we, we haven't really found a easy solution yet huh, to control the cat population. So would, the ideal would be that you put something in the food and then you know they cannot reproduce anymore. But that's not available no. at the moment. Mm -hmm. So you guys have some clinics where you do spay neuter, where you just do you do trap neuter return or anything like that? Yeah, that's that's the typical uh, method that yeah. most people are, are using and. Uh, some of the groups that deal with that, they travel across Greece and okay. they set up, you know, um, they set up, they use clinics or veterinary practices in these areas to actually uh, spay and neuter these, yeah. these cats or dogs. You know, they do it with dogs as well whenever they can find mm -hmm. them. Well, I found it really interesting because when I was walking around the city, uh, I was here earlier before the conference, there was uh, one man who had numerous cats around him in a little enclosure, and he was collecting money for their food. And there were four cats sitting in the enclosure, and they were all 
obviously pregnant. Yeah. So someone like that, does that person own the cats? They're just a caregiver for the cats. Would they be willing? Do they, you know, if there's an opportunity to spay those cats, would they take it? Uh, in most cases, they're just taking care of these cats. Yeah. yeah. If uh, there was an opportunity to spay them, obviously for free, you know, uh, most people would would yeah. uh, do that gladly. Yeah. Uh, but as I said, many people they just hate to see cats that are not being taken care of, so they just do that. Mm. I've noticed is, that. Which is food, good. food bowls everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they definitely they, they definitely you see that indeed everywhere footballs and and you know there are water fountains most of the time the cats are surrounding the water fountains so but we're in the city here so this is probably a little different from the countryside too mm-hmm. where where there's also uh, a lot of free roaming cats uh, yeah it's it's I thought it was interesting from the conference that they were talking about cat behavior and. And, and cat stress, and I bet that when you're an outside living cat, that you deal with stress quite a lot too. Absolutely, and you know it's a it's a hard life for them in the city. You know they don't have normally access to uh, good quality food and water, yeah. so they really need our help with yeah. this just to make them be more uh, comfortable. Yeah. You know, and they're in many cases they're very social. Animals, so they yeah. want to be in contact with uh, humans, and that helps a lot as well. Yeah, they were definitely not afraid. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't like you to reach out to them, which I can understand. Then probably it's not a good idea anyway if you have a strange cat to, to bother them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I I do notice that they're not really running away if you're you know, if you want to take a picture of them yeah. and that sort of thing. So they're pretty much used to people. Yeah. They uh, they know by now that you know most people are taking care of them so yeah. they're very friendly yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. so this was really interesting so I, I think we're at the end of the cat bite do you have anything left to say no I, I was just really excited to be able to speak with you not just about pancreatitis but what goes on in Greece with the cats that yeah. was super that we got to talk about that thank you it was great seeing you and uh, thanks for giving us the opportunity to talk about that yes thanks panos and this was a uh, five from uh, the per podcast uh, we'll see you next week bye bye